This is Did You Know, the short and sweet podcast for business owners and entrepreneurs that want to keep up with the latest changes in digital marketing and social media. Learn from two guys that know a thing or two about helping businesses increase sales and exposure, Will Hankey and Andrew McCauley. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 35 of Did You Know? My name is Andrew McCauley. Today we are bringing you what has been happening online, on social media, all the different platforms. There are many, 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 many things happening. And of course, to talk through it all with me is Will Hankey. G'day, Will. Andrew, how are you doing today? I am good, Will. We have got so much things going on. We've got, uh, we might have to extend this to an hour or talk twice as fast. Just, <laughs> just to fit it into half an hour. But I think, uh, I think we'll make it. Hey, how's your week been? It's been really well. I taught a class last night on Facebook ads. That was uh, that was fun. Hey, what's the biggest? Just out of interest for for people listening, what is the biggest question or the most common question you get about Facebook ads? <laughs> well, usually it's something around how much does it cost. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the, of course the answer is it's really cheap in most cases mm. uh, if you take the time to prepare and you know build an avatar, get it, you know, so you know exactly who you're talking to and that stuff. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm doing the same, um, doing the same sort of thing. And, you know, I often ask people, you know, does Facebook ads work for you? And most of them say, no, it never works. And it's exactly that reason because they haven't spent the time getting it ready in the first place. Yeah. It's no different than Google AdWords. I mean, a lot of business owners have seen the AdWords stuff or they got the postcard in the mail and they went out and they put some ads up. They had no idea what they were doing. Yep. And, you know, a couple hundred dollars later, they decided to turn it off. Exactly. Anyway, I agree. But before we go and spend lots of hours talking about Facebook and Facebook ads, because we probably <laughs> could, give us a uh, give us a new tool or a resource this week that you've discovered. You know what? I've been using an app uh, on my phone. I'm, I'm on a, using Android. Uh, but I, there's, a tr- there's an app called TripLog. And the website is triplogmileage.com. Mm-hmm. But it works with my GPS when I get in the car, if I'm going on some sort of a business-related meeting. Uh, I just hit uh, start tracking. And when I get there, I hit stop tracking. And then I can also do, you know, make this a round trip. And it automatically tells me how many miles I went, what my tax deduction will be for that particular uh, trip. So kind of cool. I like that. Yeah, this GPS, This GPS stuff, I think it's going to stick around. <laughs> it may be here for a little bit longer, yeah. I, uh, I use a, a similar sort of app for my steps. You know, you know, you do your 10,000 steps a day, whatever. Um, yeah. But I'll use a little app that uh, tracks my steps. So I just have to have my phone in my pocket. Um, and I mean, some of the iOS apps already track it anyway. So you, you don't even have to know that you're tracking it. It's just tracking it for you. But there's also one that's running using my GPS and it maps out where I've walked, shows me a right. map. You can save it. It tells you how many calories you supposedly burn and that sort of stuff. But um, <laughs> same thing. It sort of tracks it and you can turn it on and off and it tells you, hey, you've walked this far and it's this many minutes gone. And so it's a pretty cool thing. I'm really loving what's going on with GPS um, lately. It's been pretty interesting sort of stuff. Totally agree. Of course, there's the, um, the game that we shall not mention today that's using GPS no, and, um, we won't mention. Although it, there's been an update coming, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> but the uh, this trip log is pretty cool. You know, it uh, it actually I just saw an update from them the other day that says it'll actually hook up to your OBD system, which is you know your onboard computer, and it will actually um, you know use your uh, 
your speedometer that way as well too if you wanted it to instead of gps yeah really awesome <clears throat> awesome yeah. well, well speaking of um speaking of tracking apps my discovery this week is a is an app called achiever um okay. and it's spelled a-c-h-i-e-v-r no e in there achiever and basically it's a it's a habit daily habit tracking app um, it's an app that's designed not to be even opened, which sounds pretty crazy. <laughs> that's I really love, but you know, it's it's available for iOS and Android. But what it does is you open it up, uh, you set some goals for yourself that are going to be continuing goals. So maybe you want to go and walk, you know, a thousand steps. Maybe you want to go and you need to go and add um, social media posts every day on Facebook to your account, or maybe you need to go and write a blog post every Thursday, sort of thing. You set all this up. Yeah. And then what it does is it, it lets you know via um, push notifications so that it'll say, did you get your walk done today? Yes or no? You slide slide left for yes and no for right. Um, and it keeps a track in the background. So if you ever want to go in and see your stats and see your, um, your history, you can do that. But it just means that these little goals keep popping up when, they, when, when they're supposed to without you even having to log in and look at the app. You just slide it across yes or no on your push notifications and you're done. So, you know, if you get some goals, consistent goals, and you want to achieve every week, some some great habits to achieve, it's a cool little app that reminds you those, of those things to happen. And it also uh, lets you, it syncs across all your devices too. So if you've got a watch um, or you've got an iPad or whatever it is, you can sync them all across. So it's uh, sort of communal for all of them. Oh, nice. So it's it's more for recurring type reminders. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not your, oh, I must go and buy milk today sort of thing. It's like, these are habit forming. So that's the whole idea is it's create, creating daily habits so you get those done every day. Oh, very good. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty cool app. So that's Achiever. You can go to achiever.co and you can go and check out the results or go and find it in the app store of your device. Yep. Or it'll we'll have a link to it in the show notes. Of and we will have that too. Yeah, of course. So a uh, big show today. Lots of things happening. Lots of platforms moving. Big news of the week. Another, the death of another platform I'm predicting. I'm sure you yeah. are too. We've been seeing this for a while now, but uh, mm-hmm. Google Hangouts uh, on air came out and said that they are moving to YouTube Live. So that system is going away as it is currently known. Mm. Uh, At the same time, they're actually forcing everyone to um, sign up with AdSense or hook up your AdSense account to the system. And I personally, I don't have an AdSense account, don't want one. Mm. Uh, So I was actually using, uh, for a lot of my tutorials, I'm using a service called Webinars On Air, Mm -hmm. which use the Hangouts On Air platform. Uh, and because of that happening now, I've canceled that and had to move to a different webinar system. I am using Webinar Jam, same deal, in the middle of a fairly large webinar during the week. Um, crash, boom, bam, it, we lost everyone. We had to go and monetize our YouTube channel for what? for this, and uh, we didn't get these people back. So uh, a touch annoying, I must say. Um, but that's what's yeah. going on. Google uh, moving and grooving and, or maybe they're shaking and dying. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. As far as the, if anybody is using a webinar system, um, I've signed up for webinar ninja. Oh, you have uh, I actually, um, I reached out to the support team there and asked them if they used uh, hangouts on air and they do not. So they have their own proprietary system. Uh, so 
kind of interested to see how that all works out. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm interested in knowing about Webinar, Jam, uh, Webinar Ninja because they're a cloud-hosted service, as you said, not using anything else except their own stuff. So uh, yep. be interested to find out how that works for you too. Yep, yep. All We've right. We've also got some, some other Google news. We uh, have. Yeah, one of the things that's really a big buzz, especially in the SEO community right now, is a new penalty that Google said they are going to apply on January 10th around intrusive ads on mobile devices. What's this penalty you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're calling it the intrusive interstitial mobile penalty. Basically, uh, if you uh, go to a specific website on a mobile device and this huge ad shows up, basically covering whatever you're trying to do online, they're calling that an intrusive ad. So, okay, fair enough. I like that idea. I think getting, you know, penalizing those kind of things is probably leads to a better user experience. Uh, I do know that uh, uh, the guy, I think his name's John Stoppelman from Yelp, got into a bit of a pissing match with uh, John Mueller from Google about this. Uh, I guess Yelp must like those sort of ads or they consider that to be uh, a good user experience. But Google pretty much said, you know what, we're going to do it. So. Oh, well, January 10th, I'm sure we'll be talking about that in our show coming up in six months' time. Right. It is kind of nice that they give you the warning, hey, we're going to start penalizing you That's for good. this. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like okay. They, um, more Google News? Yep. They've also uh, removed or they're going to be removing the mobile-friendly label from search results. So for about two years now, when you do a search uh, on some devices, uh, I know on my phone and I don't know about uh, on desktop, but I know that it, in the actual results, it says mobile friendly. Yes. And they're going to be getting rid of that, which makes sense. Most of the mobile, uh, the, the big mobile get-in that happened a couple of years ago, that's pretty much over and most smart business owners have mobile friendly sites now. Well, I think that the reality is that Every site that Google shows on a mobile device in the search results is mobile because they're not showing sites anymore that are not mobile. That's right. So it's really, uh, it's, it's a no-brainer because if they were showing them in the search results, then it's mobile friendly. So um, there you go. It's just obvious that any, any site you see now inside a search result on a mobile device is going to be mobile friendly. Yep, and uh, that's also known as a responsive theme, typically for business or for websites. So if you don't have one, you need to get on that immediately. Yes, exactly. Um, okay, YouTube. YouTube's got some news going on too, right? Let's stick to the Google theme and go to YouTube. Yeah, they've created a new thing called Backstage, or they are creating a new thing called Backstage. And basically, it's allowing um, YouTube users to use some other different platforms to you know launch uh, videos or I'm sorry uh, polls links text posts different things that they can send out to their subscribers so it's beyond just flat video yes yeah it's gonna be uh, see I think you think this is Google's spin of saying well YouTube has been a pretty good uh, social channel for us maybe we need to ramp up what we had from Google Plus and move it yep. in there and call it YouTube. <laughs> yeah, and, and maybe they should have done this a couple of years ago. Yeah, you think? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. So uh, so maybe we're seeing a play. Everyone, we're trying to direct, they are trying to direct traffic to YouTube and make that the social platform of choice after 
what, seven attempts or something at social. Right, right. People just can't get it right. But, you know, they've always had YouTube and uh, YouTube's been fairly consistent. Yeah. And, you know, you and I had a, a conversation earlier about Google Plus kind of disappearing. And this, you know, the, them moving the Hangouts is just one more step towards that uh, entire platform yep. going away. I think so. I think so. Interesting to see how that works. Yeah. All right. What else we got? LinkedIn. Um, they've uh, expanded the ProFinder. Uh, have you used ProFinder at all? No, I didn't know much about it until last week. Um, okay. But uh, it's 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 a new. Well, it's been around since October last year, but it's it's been pretty quiet in the background. But what do you know? What do you know about it? Yeah, when they first announced it, I actually went out and signed up, and um, I've been contacted probably about six times since then for uh, basically you know RFQs. Uh, here's the project I'm putting together. I need a digital marketer. Can you help with this? And uh, I haven't got any, uh, you know, I haven't really seen anything that I really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But just the fact that I was listed and people contacted me through that system is pretty cool. Yeah, interesting. So so give people an overview of what it is if they don't know what it is. Um, it's it's almost just like a job site, really. I mean, I mean, it's, you know, you go in there and say who you are, what you do. And then if I'm uh, a business owner that needs a marketing something or other, or, or needs anything, really. And there's a lot of different things that you can get from uh, ProFinder. But they can go in and say, hey, I have this project. Uh, I need a I need a bid on you know getting this done. And please contact me here. So it, it goes out. You can choose however many people you want it to go out to. You can choose a specific location. So I've seen several of them that said they only want somebody that's in the St. Louis area. You know, if you're not in St. Louis, don't reply. Right. And, uh, you know, so uh, pretty cool little platform. It's just another way to kind of get some freelance work. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, they've been ramping it up a fair bit over the last couple of weeks, too. And there's a massive, you know, there's a massive market for freelancers in the yep. world these days. And because we can all commute, um, I was going to say telepathically, um, commute, tele, telecommute these days, you know, it's just growing, and um, why not put a put a, a vehicle in place in LinkedIn because they've got lots of people on there. Yeah, I think more and more business owners are realizing that uh, using these remote workers is a terrific way to go. That you don't have to hire somebody full time, bring them in. Yep. You know, remote workers can get just as much done, if not more. Have I'm going to ask you a flip side question? Have you ever used it to find workers? I have not. Uh, no. I actually just signed up for a service called FreeUp, F-R-E-E-E-U-P.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm using that to find workers uh, to do some different tasks for me. Mm -hmm. And that's that seems to be working pretty well. I'm only a week into it, but I, I'm digging it so far. What was your previous um, freelancing site of choice? Well, back in the day, it was Odesk. And by mm. back in the day, I mean, what, two years ago? Yep, yep. Uh, now I think it's called Upwork. I haven't used it. Yeah, I use Upwork. I haven't used it since it's been called that. But um, pretty cool service if you need some stuff done. I think the trick with that is to make some sort of a video on here's the task I need done. And that seems to solve a lot of you know further follow-up questions. Generally, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've been, I've been using Upwork since it moved over from Elance. Elance and Odesk combined and created Upwork, so I've been using Upwork for a while now, and um, it's pretty good. They've still got a few little things that they need to fix, but uh, overall, it's it's a relatively good platform. Lots of people on there, so yeah. 
Yeah, I like it. Yep. Uh, also with LinkedIn, they've uh, they've started uh, kind of expanding their search, uh, their content search stuff, mm. which is pretty cool. Mm. So you can start searching. You know, if you if you saw something go through your your stream, and a week later you want to go back and look for it, now you can do a search, and you know the, they've beefed that up where you have a better chance of finding what that was. Yeah, it's um, I'm, I'm surprised it's taken so long because they have been tending towards a, a larger content network rather than a you know, a networked uh, place for people to connect. So it makes sense. Now, this this upgraded search, though, is this only on the mobile apps, on the LinkedIn mobile app? I think it is. Yes, I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's, so, it's, yeah. Not, I guess, I guess included in that would be the tablets as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, on an iOS or a, the, the mobile app, yeah. So it's not on your desktop. So if you're looking for... Uh, more information about your content, the, the content's been created on LinkedIn. You've got now the ability to go and check it out, which is pretty cool. Yes, yes. Yeah. All right. What else we got? <laughs> um, just one bit of news from Pinterest, and that is that they have acquired Instapaper. So I have never been a fan of the Instapaper thing. You know that you usually see on Twitter. Hey, yep. here's the top pieces of news from the day, mm-hmm. and they usually. Uh, they usually ding you, you know, with your username in there. Uh, but for whatever reason, they've acquired Instapaper. And, and I remember having a conversation with you probably six months ago when it seemed like for several weeks long our show was about how all these platforms were moving to being news aggregators. Yes, yes. And I think this is just Pinterest start into that same realm. Mm. Let's hopefully it's a image-based purchase. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it doesn't seem to make sense right now to me. Maybe if I sat down and thought about it for a while, but I'm not interested in doing that. <laughs> I'm not either. Not either. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes for people. I'm not yep. not a big fan, but anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, that's Pinterest. What else we got? Facebook. Uh, we've got a couple things from them. There's a study that came out that said 41% of millennials use Facebook every day. That's huge. They are considering millennials to be 18 to 34. Of course, everybody has a different definition of the word millennial. Mm. Uh, But one of the things that I saw in here, uh, while Facebook was found to be more popular with non-millennials than millennials, every other measured social media platform, such as YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, Pinterest, Twitter, and LinkedIn, was found to be more popular with millennials than non-millennials. Really? Huh. So if you're a business owner and you still don't think that that whole social media thing is important, you know, if 18 to 34 is your target audience, you may want to reconsider. If you don't think social is important and you're a business owner, then you've got some <laughs> issues. Just saying. Yeah. Just yeah, you know, it, and as a, as a self-plugging uh, item here, you know, we're doing the six-week social media challenge and a lot of the business owners were to do a little poll and a lot of them are saying yeah i know i need to be on social but i have absolutely no idea how to do it or where i start so i think that's still pretty common i think it's i think it's super common like uh, like that part i get but if what i'm saying is if people think that they don't need it then oh, that's right. trouble. Well, I know there's a lot of people that know they need it, they just don't know where to go, and that's fair right. enough because, it, let's face it, we, you and I are doing a show every week about this very topic of changing. How do you keep up with it as a business owner? If you've yeah. got if you've got your own business, you're already wearing a billion hats, right? How do you keep up with what's going on in social? I get that part of it, um, but what I'm saying is if people don't think that social is important, then they've got a problem. 
I absolutely agree, hundred yeah. percent. So I mean, I'm saying that all the time too. You know, every time we do it, every time I do a, a presentation, which is pretty much every week, is like, I don't get this platform. I don't get that platform. <laughs> I don't understand why. Um, and uh, you know, and and some of these people are very savvy business owners. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's in some cases it's just daunting. You know, it's complete you know, overwhelm. Do I have to be on Facebook and Twitter and all these? No, no. You know, pick one where you think your audience is at and start there. Correct. Yes. Um, Facebook slideshow uh, slideshow ads get some new features added to it this week. Yeah, uh, I'm not real familiar with this. I know that last week they they uh, the Facebook uh, ads changed where you can actually do ten pictures inside of yes, one particular that's in ad the, group. That's in the carousel, but these are the. These yeah. are the uh, these were introduced uh, Tuesday, I believe. And basically, what you can do now is initially it was a slideshow. You could you could add some add some images so it looked like a video. So it was sort of sliding automatically. It wasn't a carousel ad. It was just one ad with the same different images running through on a video style ad. Well, now okay. you can actually add text and music to your slideshows. Um, you can create your slideshow on your Android device. Um, huh. You can use all of the stock images that they've got in their big database, which um, which is pretty massive, as you and I know. Um, yeah. So you know we can you can create all of these videos that you're creating into slideshows, which is pretty cool. Oh, that is pretty cool. Yeah. There's a service and, um, out there called Animoto. Have you ever heard of Animoto? Yeah, I used Animoto. It's been around for a while now. I haven't used it for a long time, so I'm not sure if that's still a good good product or not. You can tell me, but um, it used to be fairly good back then, back in the day. Yeah. Well, this sounds very similar to what they do. They're, you just get a bunch of pictures, turn it into somewhat of a video, add some text, add some music, put a call to action at the end of it. You know, this is uh, this is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You know what they can even do? I'm just reading this now. Is they can actually target 2G. So anyone on 2G with a real bad bandwidth, they can yep. still um, deliver these images across a 2G network. Oh, interesting. That's so cool. if you're looking for people on a low bandwidth, um, you can real target those people too. Very good. Yeah, and that also includes people, I think, that have gone past their bandwidth limits for the month. Typically, the the mobile services are just downgrading them now. Slow it down. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, so that's Facebook slideshow ads. We've got some more uh, Facebook stuff going on. I think we have. Uh, offline conversions API is available now via the Facebook business manager yeah we've spoken about this briefly um probably about two or three months ago uh, i think we did and um, i know i wrote an article about it but basically what it does is it lets it lets uh you connect with your facebook ads so if you're running facebook ads online and then somebody walks into your shop and they purchase something if you've hooked up your point of sale systems and that sort of stuff you can connect the actual transaction to the ad to see if you've got ROI on your ad. Um, it's a little bit more, that's a big, big, big picture overview, but um, yeah. there's a lot more to it. Like if you're running localized ads that are um, geo location sensitive, so you're running ads, you know, within one mile of your location and then somebody looks at that ad and then they're making a transaction. Facebook will connect that transaction to your ad that they saw as well. So, um, anyway, they were testing it for a couple of months, and now they've uh, they've rolled that out to pretty much everyone. I think that's pretty cool. I know we talked about GPS earlier. Isn't there a way where they can actually see that you were at that location if you have your phone in your pocket? And 
you know, kind of sort of make that connection. I, in that I, I think with, with this stuff, the person has to opt in. So you're not going to get any results if somebody hasn't opted into this feature. So right. if you've got um, someone making a transaction, but they haven't opted in, then you're not going to know if that worked or not. Um, you know, I think it's so, it's such a, it's such a mind freak that trying to work out how do you connect an offline and an online right. um, is going to be <laughs> overwhelming for a lot of business owners in itself. Just that concept of right. how do you connect the two. Um, yeah. So I think this is just the start, but you know what, this time next year, we're going to be talking about this as if it's just what, it's just what you do, right? Um, because Hopefully. it's a it's a it's 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 a mind blowing technical advancement, I think. To yeah. be honest, yeah, I definitely it, agree. It's rolling out. It's around. So uh, if you want to know more about that, then um, then you can find out more by going to a site called Google, I guess, and checking it out. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, give us a few uh, weeks, and we'll know more about it. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you know, Facebook owns WhatsApp, and uh, uh, they are now going to share your data with Facebook. So I, I'm assuming this is, is some sort of an ad play so that they can start showing ads or on WhatsApp, or maybe they already do. Well, I'm surprised it's taken so long for them to do that, to be yeah. honest with you, because they bought it over a year and a half ago for $19 billion. Um, right. I'm, I'm surprised it's taken them that long to share the information, but uh, who knows what we're going to see. How that's yeah, now you out. use WhatsApp, is that correct? Yeah, I've used yeah, I use WhatsApp. I don't use it that often anymore, but when I was traveling, I used to use it a lot because it was a great tool to talk to and connect with people around the world, especially if there's a group of us. Like I remember distinctly we were in Singapore. Uh, we were teaching events in Singapore, and uh, we had a group of 12 of us, and we all put ourselves on a group in WhatsApp so we could all text each other and call each other as long as we are on oh. Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, we could call just for like a lot, like the price of a, well, as long as we're on Wi-Fi, it wasn't, didn't cost us anything. Oh, wow. So, you know, we had our mobile phones and all, and in Singapore, everything's pretty wide over there. So we just had to go past the Starbucks or whatever and then jump on and call, call whoever we were calling. And, um, you know, it's just like we were just walking around the streets here. Very nice. Yeah. So, I mean, you can do it here too. You can have free calls here, um, with WhatsApp with people as long as they're on, well, I think. If you've got data, it'll switch over and you can just use data like you do right. anyway. So, you know, some people are using it just, that's their main point of calling um, forever. That's it. Interesting. So yeah. now they're probably going to start showing targeted ads on that network as well. Mm, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Oh, well, mm -hmm. that's fine. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, Instagram, another Facebook property, right? Uh, they're reporting that um, the average video ad now is around 25 seconds, up from 15 seconds back in January. Well, they they were only they were only. Is, are they saying that's the average time that they're letting people watch it? They've moved it up or not? So they moved it up a while back where you could to do longer video ads. To yeah. a minute, right? But now, yeah. so you're saying that the average watch time is 25 seconds? Correct. Right, yes. right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. Which makes sense when the ads were, you know, they <laughs> weren't as long. Seconds. They're only 15 seconds anyway, so it couldn't be much more in January. <laughs> so, uh, right. wow. Who wrote that survey? That was pretty impressive. <laughs> right. So, you know, I think the the whole point of it was that um, people that are, are doing video ads are um, getting a little bit more, maybe a long, you know, longer engagement out of it. Yes. Yes. Very good. Very good. Uh, Instagram, the Android app for Instagram has hit 1 billion downloads on Google Play. 
heard that, and I didn't download one of them. I have it. Uh, in fact, I, I tried to go use it the other day. I know that you're a big Instagram guy, and I, I said, you want to take a picture? I was at an event, and I, I couldn't find the stupid app on my phone. I had to have my daughter find it. <laughs> you know you can take a picture with your normal app and then just add it later. And then add it later, yeah. Yeah. That's it's... probably what I should have done. I just I would never remember to add it later. Uh... <laughs> I was trying to be hip and in the moment, you know, and cool. And... I do that too. I'm like, take this, this is an Instagram photo. Take it, take it, take it. And then I'll look back at my photos and I'm like, oh, that's right. I took that photo. I forgot. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Twitter, they have add, added a new message button for websites. So yeah. uh, this is kind of interesting. It's uh, publish.twitter.com. And you can go add a new button that you can put on your own website that, according to the article, uh, says that they that people can you know send you a private message straight from your website uh, through the you know through Twitter and hey I need help with this or do you guys do this? Uh, I actually went out and tried to add it today to my website and uh-huh. it didn't give me the option to do a private message. It did give me the opportunity to you know to basically build a a little button that says tweet to red canoe media uh-huh. but but it, it that's you know like that's the at symbol where it's public it's not the private one so ah interesting so yeah. yeah here's the thing though with messages on twitter and, and i've been a big uh i've said this from day one that the dm system is just full of spam right um i don't i mean i read mine like as briefly, as briefly as I could possibly read, and I've probably missed a few messages, but I really don't read them because a lot of them are automated DMs, which thanks for following me. Go and check out my Facebook page, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not going to read that rubbish. So I don't yeah. look at it. And I know a lot of people don't look at their DMs <clears throat> on Twitter. So unless you're a company that's reading reading those DMs regularly, um, and there's some are, there's some are, but uh, if you're a company that's reading those DMs regularly, then um, then that could be a good thing. Yeah, I, I'm kind of uh, interested to see how just the little tweet to at Red Canoe Media works out. If anybody uses it, maybe as a chat feature, you know, for you know pre-sales questions or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting to see how that goes too. We'll see. Mm. It's very likely that nobody uses it as well. <laughs> it could be. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Twitter has also added some new um, stickers, partic- particularly for dog lovers. So today is National Dog Day. Happy National Dog Day, Andrew. Woof woof. Yeah. Woof, do you, woof. Do you have dogs? I have not a dog, no. No. But you do. Two. Yeah, we have two of them. So I'm expecting to see some stickers on your tweets today for your dogs. Yeah, keep keep watching. Yep, hashtag stickers, hashtag dogs, <laughs> hashtag National Dog Day. Yeah, so apparently you can do things like you can put a monocle on your dog. And actually you can use it on anything, but the, the idea is take a picture of your dog, put a monocle or a top hat or some silly nonsense a collar things like that on on your dog pictures so you know whatever whatever there you go dogs it's your day <laughs> happy dog day yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right what else we got we got twitter we've done linkedin we got pinterest facebook instagram is there anything left Geez, i think we're almost done you know we need to talk about the olympics I, you know they've started rounding up all the different data from the olympics here let's give them uh, the brief overview who won who was the biggest winner on who was the biggest winner? 1.5 billion Facebook interactions. That's pretty big. 916 million interactions on Instagram. Yep. 187 that, million tweets related to the Olympics. Tweets. Yeah. 
The five okay. loudest the five loudest countries. Loudest countries on Facebook. Brazil number one. Okay. Makes not sense. surprised, not surprised. US, UK, Mexico and India. Oh, okay. Australia did they must have been number six. Um I guess so I'm, I'm, I looked at the medal tally the other day and you know US was up there number one China was up there Russia was in fourth I think I think Brit, then the Brits came second but you know all these countries with massive amounts of people India right. India which has I think India has the most people in the world yes <clears throat> they had one bronze medal for the entire games Right, right. My daughter told me about that. I said, how in the world with all the people that they have, are they not dominating, even over the U.S.? But, I know. Uh, so they have one. But anyway, but having said that, they were the most loudest. So imagine if they did win some golds, they would probably be number one. So it's interesting because they're kind of on the other side of the globe. You know, you, I, would, I would personally wonder if because of the time difference that maybe people weren't watching it. You, know, you had mentioned last week. You know that in Australia, it's there's quite a time difference between when the events happen and when everybody's basically awake. Yeah, yeah. It was you know? in, in in Australia. It was middle of the night. You know, so when they get up in the morning, all the finals were on. Um, right. So uh, actually, no, the finals were in the afternoon, mid afternoon. So you know, they well, they weren't too bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, social media these days, you can we're on it twenty four seven. Top athletes, yeah. most mentioned athletes. Michael Phelps, no surprise there. Heard about that. Bolt, yeah. Usain Bolt, no surprise, number two. Neymar, who's Neymar? Do you know who Neymar is? Don't know that one. Neymar is the uh, Brazilian goal kicker, oh, the Brazilian soccer player who won the won the goal and they had a penalty shootout and I think he kicked the winning goal and they mentioned him. Oh, okay. Suddenly he was, he was a god from Brazil, so of course that would be up there. Uh, Biles, young Biles, you, okay. know, who, you know who she is? Yeah. Yes, she's a gymnast or something, I think. Or something. She's an amazing gymnast. Yes. Um, and Katie, Le- Katie Ledecky, the swimmer. Can you tell how much I paid attention to the I Olympics? I sure picture? can. That's why I just thought I'd chuck these out just to make sure you weren't so embarrassed, but I just thought I'd chuck them out. <laughs> Top events, swimming, gymnastics, track, soccer, beach, volleyball was in fifth place. Oh, very good. I like yeah. watching the beach volleyball. Sometimes it amazes me that you know two people can play volleyball against two other people. Typically that's a team of six or eight. And yeah, you know, to watch two people do it is, is pretty, uh, you know, athletic feat. And to do it on the sand is even right. harder. Crazy, yeah. <clears throat> crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, that rounds it out. Um, that's it. There, I mean, there's a whole bunch of other sites. We'll put a link to some stats on the uh, show page because there's lots of other cool stats in there. Like which, which, which athlete had the biggest growth and blah, blah, blah. And, um, oh, cool. Didn't see anything about the biggest douchebag, but I think I might know who that was. Anyway, I won't yeah, mention that. that. That news seems to be coming out nowadays. <laughs> I won't talk about that. This is the top of the hour. Will, where can people find out the show notes? You know what? They can go to redcanoemedia.com slash know, and uh, we'll, we'll have those up uh, you know, shortly. And uh, all the links to all everything that we've talked about today. Episode 35. Episode That's 35. Right. <clears throat> All right, well, thanks very much. Next week, guess what's on the show next week? Big change is coming yeah. up on yeah. Facebook. Everything. Blah, blah, blah. Yep, it's all <laughs> happening. All right, this is Did You Know, episode 35. My name's Andrew McCauley. Oh, Will, before we go, where are you? You're, you're out and about speaking next week, right? Uh, you know what? I spoke last night, uh, and we, uh, we actually moved our um, six-week social media challenge to start on September 14th, so there's plenty of time to sign up for that still. Uh, sixweeksocialmediachallenge.com. 
There you go. Um, I'm speaking live event in La Quinta Chamber here in the Coachella Valley. I'm speaking about Facebook uh, next Tuesday morning. So if you're in the in the area, come on by. It's uh, I think it's free. It's free in the morning. Yeah. Eight o'clock in the morning, just before work. Come on down. Are you speaking about Facebook ads, Facebook the platform, Facebook, uh, Facebook in general? Um, okay. We're touching on ads, but Facebook in general, what to do and how to use it. Um, and then we're also doing a Facebook ads class in about six weeks' time. Awesome. Yeah. All right, well, good one. Thanks yeah, very yeah. much. Thanks, everybody. Take care, and we'll see you next week. All right, bye. Thanks for joining us on the DigiNo podcast. Check out all of the show notes and resources mentioned in today's episode at redcanoemedia.com.